Coming up on this bonus, bro, do you even talk pinball episode? We're going to give our hot take of Stern's newest pinball machine, Led Zeppelin. And then Kevin and I have a heartfelt Christmas present to all of you for 2020. We've got a new segment called Topper Talk with our very own, everybody's third favorite moderator for Buffalo Pinball, Andrew Gorin. All that in, and probably not much more coming right up. Double Super Jackpot! <laughs> And now, the Hall and Oates of Pinball Podcasting, Nick Lane and Kevin Manny of Buffalo Pinball. Whoa, boom shakalaka. Good morning, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to episode 55. 55? Yeah, 55. No, it's bonus, though. It's bonus. It's, well, not, even fi- it's not even an official analog. We'll, we'll debate that. Scholars will debate this forever. I'm giving it, it a number, damn it. This is, this is 55. You're, you're making it official? In one month. Yes. Oh, you're a- padding it. I see. Yeah, exactly. So then we can have our 100th celebration. That's right. We got to keep this ball rolling. Oh, shit. We <laughs> Otherwise, we'll never up. get it. All right. Back. <laughs> All right, I see. All right, I'm with you. All right, so we're gonna talk about Led Zeppelin because uh, Stern. We kind of we had the teaser before our last episode, but we hadn't seen it yet. Um, yeah. And you know we're doing this over Skype and living remotely, so might as well crank out another episode here. So um, before we get into it, let's let's thank our partners. They they deserve it. That. Thanks, right? They deserve it. Uh, up first, Pin Stadium, uh, makers of amazing in cabinet. LED lighting to light up your pinball machine. Use your phone, control an app to set it up exactly how bright or uh, dim or subtle you want it. Um, use coupon code Buffalo to save 10% at pinstadium.com. Double Danger, they make sweet swag. You can buy some there for get all your pinball gear over at doubledangerddpinball.com. Save 15% with coupon code Buffalo. TheModCouplePinball.com. Get some mods for your pinball machine. Make them look great. Get yourself uh, another, if you don't have enough... Uh, Icarus characters in your Led Zeppelin. I'm sure they'll make another one that you can throw in there. So themodcouplepinball.com. If you want to buy uh, Led Zeppelin or any other pinball machine that uh, they sell, check out flipandoutpinball.com. Flipping out pinball, uh, sellers of all sorts of pinball, brand new pinball machines. Topper, you can get your toppers. You can get uh, shooter rods. You can get, uh, what What else does Stern sell? Like uh, art blades, your your expression lighting systems all that stuff you can get that from zach over flipping out uh pin side if you want to talk about led zeppelin and argue with other people about whether it's better than guns and roses or not you can do that over there pinside.com jersey jack jerseyjackpinball.com if you want to meet guns and roses instead of a led zeppelin you can get it from them jerseyjackpinball.com pinball edu if you want to win a led zeppelin you'll be able to do that from pinball edu uh, if you're watching live, type exclamation point charity and chat for the link for their uh, <clears throat> monthly raffle to benefit Spinner's Pinball Inclusive Arcade. Um, Joe Saeed helping out uh, kids with autism and uh, families in need over there through pinball. Uh, community Beer Works, communitybeerworks.com for your community beer. Uh, they make beer. It's in Buffalo. When you're in Buffalo, uh, when if you live in Buffalo, you can get it now. When you're able to travel back to Buffalo, you should go to Community Beer Works and, and pick up some drinks and play some pinball, maybe, if they still have pinball machines. I don't know if they do. Um, 
Tilt Cycle, TiltCycle.com. Dan Burfield back at it again with us here. Um, the the, the playfield I have on my wall in front of me, the Atarians, is always the star of the show when it's behind me. You can get an awesome uh, custom piece like that. He takes old pinball machine parts and ups, upcycles them into amazing new art pieces. So check him out, TiltCycle.com. Comet Pinball, if you want to replace those nasty old incandescent bulbs in your machine with some hot new LEDs, but they're not really hot. They're like cooler. You know what I mean? Because they save energy. They don't run as hot. Cometpinball.com. They also have uh, Nick Lane's favorite t-shirts in pinball. So you should get those there. And hoodies. They got hoodies now. So um, Pinball Mix. Take your sound package that's in your mostly stern pinball machine and turn it into something amazing and unique just for you. He can take your music and put it in your pinball machine just how you want it. Uh, use coupon code BUFFALO to save 10% and get a free Easter egg at pinballmix.com. And our friends over at Titan Pinball, they got uh, silicone rings to replace your rubber rings in your pinball machine. They also have cool low bounce uh, flipper uh, silicone rings. I was going to call them rubbers, but they're not rubbers. Skip Natty's a big fan. If he likes them, you're probably going to like them too. Uh, use coupon code BUFFALO to save 10% over there at Titan. Thank you to all our sponsors. We couldn't do it without you. And uh, thanks to everybody at home for tuning in. So, Nick. That was a good sponsor read. Thank you. Thank I was you. I was impressed. I was thinking through, halfway through. I was like, Kevin's kind of on fire right now. Well, you know, it, it's morning. I'm feeling good. I've had my, yeah. like, like Nick, I had my coffee. So That's um, right. Normally, we do this podcast after, like, working a full work day. It's, like, 8 o'clock at night. So, you yeah. know. You come home from work, just... spending uh, two hours setting everything up, pulling everything in. And then it's like, oh, crap, I forgot yeah. something anyways. And here we are. We did it. Hop out of bed. Have a bagel. <laughs> have some coffee. Let's talk Led Zeppelin. Even you even make your own bagels, don't you? Like an adult. That's yeah. that's pretty. I'm, I'm not a millennial, so I can do that. Some next he's, level he's, skills. Well, Gordon's not even a millennial. He's a Gen Gen Z. I think so. I think millennials shit on Gen Zers. <laughs> it all rolls downhill, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Boomers, Gen X, millennials, Gen Z, all the way down. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's. Where shall we begin? Um, I mean, let's let's pull up some pictures. Uh, okay. oh, that's not the the picture I want to start with. So it, it's Saturday. it's Saturday. Uh, December 19th, and this was dropped a few days ago. Now, this is this is this is fresh. This game, weren't they making it for a few years or it got held up or something like that? You I don't know, know the history behind it. Not really. I mean, it's been long rumored that it's, it's yeah. going, it, it was coming, but I don't yeah. know the, the behind the scenes history. So, if for some reason you live under a rock, um, this is a Steve Ritchie game who is Steve Ritchie's been in pinball uh back to the days of jesus christ and uh he's known as the king of flow um steve has made some really iconic not only games but iconic designs into pinball and um in, in some ways has taken pinball you know to the next level uh, throughout his career yeah he so, started way back at atari doing uh i think uh, uh superman was his first one in like 79 something like that and he's been going all the all the way through the years you might know like t2 and firepower and uh black knight high, high speed black knight you know really uh, legendary pinball titles so acdc yep. you know the newer ones and mm -hmm. yeah he's been doing it a long time done a lot of great uh hits over the years for sure so this and is then nice. uh and then on rules is tim sexton and this is tim's first time uh, the, the second game that he's been the lead rules coder on it if i'm not mistaken right? correct He's yeah like, black i think knight he worked his... on deadpool a little bit but black oh. knight was his black knight sword of rage was his first where that's his baby and this is his second game correct so oh. led zeppelin the latest from stern pinball their final release of 2020 um 
Yeah, so they announced it on, well, they teased it last Friday, announced it Monday or Tuesday with pictures and videos and stuff like that. And then here we are today. So here we um, are. When, so when the, when the title got announced, what did you think? And uh, did that change or not once we saw pictures of the game? Right. So, um, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm a Led Zeppelin fan, right? I don't, I don't, I never bought a CD. I never, I don't think I've ever put their music on in, you know, like Spotify, anything like that. But like, I, when, when you talk about music pins, I, I know we're only going to get so many artists, the collective soul. I, I'm sorry. We're never going to get that. <laughs> Everybody, all three of you out there who follow the channel and, and agree with me on, I'm sorry. Got to come and face reality. It's not happening. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like I can appreciate classic rock like so I was like that's a that's an artist I can get behind like I'm more excited for a music pin from Led Zeppelin than Guns N' Roses like I have a hard time with with Guns N' Roses now as a caveat and as I've said many times in the past like I never even thought I would like a Metallica pin or Metallica as a band you know and I get it and I play it and you know I think Stockholm Syndrome kicks in and I start appreciating their music and you know lo and behold I was at a Metallica concert years ago so you know who knows how how things progress and happen but again i i think as a as a music pan with the title just the theme alone of led zeppelin i was i was positive towards that whereas like oh if this is a good game maybe i add it to my collection because i do like music pins it's surprising to me because like it seems like out of all the machines that got announced or discussed this year this was the one for whatever reason that really piqued your interest and i that i heard you kind of get excited about well, let's think of the other ones like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I mean, I I watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was you know nine years old, right? When it was on in in the eighties, and uh, you know I had my cassette from Pizza Hut, and then went to the movie theater when uh, uh, the the movie came out and all that stuff. But like, I I'm not I don't want a cartoon as an adult. I, I'm a I'm a bitter. I'm I, my my real age is probably seventy year old old in, in in terms of anger and cynicism. So I just it does nothing for me. Uh, and then you have Avengers, which it's like, all right, I, I, I'm not a comic book guy. So again, that doesn't do anything. I don't need to watch the million movies about these comic book heroes. Like it, nothing, nothing for me. Give me a, some fucking rock music, right? Like give me that. That's something I can get pumped up and excited about. And music pins and pinball just seems to be a, a, a really fun combination. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. See, to, to me, it's like, Led Zeppelin is, uh, here we go, another uh, band from the 70s, 80s. It's a very tried and true uh, formula. It's a Steve Ritchie game. We kind of know what we're going to get with Steve Ritchie at this point. It's going to be some some flowy shots, uh, you know, not a lot of uh, toys, you know. It's, it's going to be a very familiar feel with a theme that, like Zeppelin, like yeah, I, I heard them on the radio, like classic rock. They were they were classic rock when Guns N' Roses was new. You know what I mean? So it's it's like, yeah. who cares? <laughs> like it, it's cool. Like I I could like I it would never be a theme that I just on theme that I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna run out and buy this. Um, will it be fun to play on location? I'm sure it'll be a great you know flowy flowy shots, fast fun kind of game. But it's not gonna be like, oh my god, take my money. I need to have this right away. Um. So, and then seeing the pictures on Monday, so why don't we pull up some photos here? Um, I was just kind of like, what the hell did they do to this art? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, this game looks terrible. And I'm like, so Steve Ritchie, and you know, we talked about this a little bit in chat. It's like, 
Steve Ritchie just gets saddled with the worst art packages for whatever reason. So you think about Game of Thrones, uh, Led Zeppelin, I'm going to throw in there. Um, uh, Star Wars, also not good until they redid it with the comic book art. Um, I don't know what it is. If he just doesn't care or it just happens to be the licenses that he gets. I'm, I'm, ge- I'm guessing that's kind of it because game, licenses like Game of Thrones, Led Zeppelin. Um, I don't know why ACDC would have fallen under that, but I don't know. Um, uh, Star Wars, all probably very restrictive licenses where they go, hey, here's some assets. Put these on the pinball machine. Um, where, yeah, the, uh, so it's, if you're listening to the, to the show, the, the cabinets are themed after Led Zeppelin albums, which you think as Led Zeppelin fans would probably love that, right? It's iconic. That's what you remember from the band, et cetera, et cetera. But they're just taking the art from the pinball, from the, the, the album and slapping it on the machine is so lazy. If you look, look at a, a, a game like, I don't know, Metallica. Like, the, the LE is themed after Master of Puppets, but it's not just the Master, Master of Puppets cabinet art, or uh, album art slapped on the cabinet. It's Dirty Donnie redrawing it, making it fit the space, um, bringing in the iconic imagery of the album, and then making it work for a pinball machine versus just like, here you go. It's uh, So it, to me, yeah, this seems more like we have assets. These are the assets you're allowed to use. Hope you like the the four symbols that represent Led Zeppelin and the 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 Icarus character because you're gonna see him all over this pinball machine. Oh, and the and the blimp. So that 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 was my re- reaction to the art. It was not good, and I think a lot of folks had a similar reaction. What did, what did you think about the uh, about the art when you saw it? Yeah. So you know, the whole thing with Steve Ritchie and and like I said, we, we I, I threw that into Discord. It's like, why does why does he, he always have the worst art? Right. It's, he, he seems to get the best themes, right? He seems to be like the designer. When the, the theme comes down the pipe, he either gets choice or he gets the best one. And maybe they just tend to be the most restrictive. So my, my take, I don't like the, I don't like the pro, you know, maybe if I was Led Zeppelin fan, that was my favorite um, album or something. I'd be fine with it. I actually, I'm fine with the, the premium. I, 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 sorry, I like the iconic art of the iconic album art on it. Um, and I have the art's gonna be subjective. I have the, the the thought that sometimes it's kind of a simple art. It doesn't it doesn't have to be a drawn by like hand drawn. It doesn't have to be. It could be something that's iconic and simple, and that can work. Um, and then you know the the Ellie's the Ellie's whatever. I think the biggest thing about the art for me is that the the cabinet artwork clash at least on the pro and the premium it just clashes with the play field right it doesn't blend in well with it whereas on the le i think it, it, the colors work a little bit better like the colors are at least in coordination so i think the la the le looks the best because of there seems to be some cohesion with that where like like the other two it's just sort of clash and um the premium model with the 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 uh, artwork from the first led zeppelin album just you know, it's black and white, right? But then you got this colorful play field. It doesn't doesn't work in that sense. But you know, I don't, I don't, I didn't have such a strong negative reaction like everybody did, and like I, I absolutely hate this. This is terrible. I'm just sort of like, okay, it's it's not remarkable. Maybe 
maybe even at best, maybe it gets the job done, but it might even fall below that standard to me. Yeah, I think of the three that probably the uh, premium, I think is the the most interesting. Um, I like I kind of like the black and white take on it. It's yeah. pretty pretty dramatic looking. Um, yeah, the other two are I, I see what you're saying about the LE and how it 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 fits better with the playfield, especially you know the the orangey look. Um, I've got some uh, some up close shots here, so but you've got that the orange and blue kind of colors that that match the outer look of the cabinet. So yeah, that one seems the most cohesive, but I, I, I was looking through pictures today and I'm like, what is up with this section of the play field right here? That just looks like it's destroyed or something. It's like intentionally, um, looks decayed or, or, or scuffed up or something like that. I was like, well, maybe if you just make it look like the play field's all chipping off, then you'll never, you won't notice the the chipping that's happening on the on the rest of the uh, play field. <laughs> well, yeah, let's transition over. We'll start. So we kind of cover the cabinet, and and you and I are both in agreement where I think we like the premium the best, mm-hmm. and that's the that's one I'm eyeing. Maybe, maybe I'll get it. I mean, again, it's got to satisfy all the conditions with the uh, chipping issues, and we'll we'll talk <laughs> about that. Um, and and God knows, I don't even know how much is a premium deliver these. Uh, I have the, so. Right? Uh, MSR, MSRP. MSRP on here is $61.99 for a pro, $77.99 for a premium, $91.99 for an LE. So, uh, yeah, that's up $100 from Ninja Turtles in May. It's the same price as um, Avengers, and it's up $200 from when I bought Jurassic Park last year. So, yeah, I mean, I'd have to, like, the stars would have to align. One, this game would have to be amazing rules wise. I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. Two, I'd, I'd be waiting until at least the summer to see how things develop and, and the shipping. And then three, I'd have to, like, get the uh, IFPA deal by getting in the top 1,000. I'm not even in that anymore. I'm not playing. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see. But let's talk about the play field. What were you talking about that the, um, I didn't notice. I didn't notice what you're talking about. You said the play field looks scuffed up. Or... See, see, this whole like uh, this is white area. I don't know if you can see my cursor on the stream or not, but it's like above the right slingshot. It's oh, all... that's like the isn't that the, that's like the zeppelin exploding? Is it? Yeah, that's okay. the, like that's it. That's the so the, that's the zeppelin on fire, not exploding, but on fire, right? Yeah, that's what that's what that is. I'm just like, oh, that's gross looking. <laughs> I think it's a weird angle. I'm gonna hey, let me. Yeah, I have another angle on it. Yeah, you can see it here. That looks a little more, uh, more like what it's yeah. supposed to look like. But... I don't think it would look bad in person, honestly. And and that's not a bad photo of it. I don't see. I don't think the playfield's that bad. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's. I don't think it's anything remarkable. Yeah, it's just kind of this. It screams to me like here's here's we have these four pictures of the band members, and we have here's yeah. the Zeppelin again. <laughs> Let me. I I have a. Uh, I want to take you over to um, Pinside because we all love Pinside. There's a, oh a fantastic uh, post oh, that I yeah. want to refer to. This, this is great. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Just so read it. He says, I'm a creative director at an agency that works with the movie studios. We have these kind, same kind of restrictions, limited assets, tough clients, and budget constraints. However, there's actually a way to work with clients in a manner where ultimately everybody gets what they want. This design signals to me that the assets were provided the assets they provided were extremely limited. Unfortunately, the solution was to simply reuse those assets over and over. The redundancy I'm seeing snuffs out the enchantment you might encounter when slowly pouring over the artwork of a game. Um, so I, I want to jump ahead a little bit. So he says, 
On the premium, I see two airships on the apron, an airship on the playfield, an airship on an insert, a toy airship, one airship on the back class, and a couple on the side art. Now I'm airship the fuck out at this point, but there's more. <laughs> the iconic band symbols are above the coin door, apron, in playfield inserts, and if that's not enough, they have made a wallpaper out of the symbols and plastered that all over the art blades. You can buy the custom shooter route if you want to go another round. So it's, again, it's this is one of the things that drives me nuts in pinball when they when the pinball art for me it's like oh you see the name tron on the topper and then it's on the back glass and it's the mod makers put it on the pop bumpers and then it's it's on the side blades and it it's like no i get the name you don't need to put the same thing a thousand times all over the the pinball machine um and yeah so i forget what brought us to this but that that post was very much like yes thank you somebody gets it um, so, oh, we were talking about the play field. So, um, yeah. So you got, yeah, that more... that, by the way, that post was made by the guy's name is, or the gal's name is Coop. Coop. C-O-O-P. So just the, to thank you. Coop. That was a really good post. I read it to the other day. Yeah. Um, the same thing with the, the Icarus. You got Icarus here. You got him on the pop bumpers. You got the, the pop-up Icarus dude. You got him on the L E art all over the place. So, um, they had like five or six things to work with and then just put it around the play field and rearrange things and placed them in and threw some color down in there. That, that was pretty much it. That's, that's what the play field looks like to me. It doesn't look, um, I didn't have like a, when I saw the game of Thrones art, I was like, this is, I, I don't like this at all. <laughs> um, I had more of that. That's reaction. worse. I would say the game of Thrones art's worse than this. Agreed. Right? Yeah. I feel I, this okay. is better than game of Thrones. It's, it's better than ACDC, better right? than star Wars. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a better than Star Wars, better than ACDC. Yeah. This is maybe one of Steve Ritchie's best artwork that he had in the last 10 years. <laughs> a ringing endorsement for this play field. Um, but yeah, it, it fits the era, right? It's got that kind of 70s vibe to it. But again, it's not. I would much rather see somebody like Dirty Donnie, uh, like he did with Aerosmith, take the iconic imagery of the band and make it work for the art and the inserts and everything that are on the, the pinball machine. Make it make it fit the, the pin, you know what I mean? And have cool little stuff all over the place um, yeah to well me, let's that's... be honest go ahead let, let, let's be honest it's um you think about the last 20 years of stern right it's only in the last six that we've got real like good hand-drawn artwork that people were clamoring for like this play field in terms of all the other 14 years is at least as good as most of them if not better than a lot of them that's the that's the kind of funny thing to me like Look at some fucking Sopranos. Oh, the thing is terrible. hideous, yeah. right? There's so look at World Poker Tour. Mm -hmm. This is actually really good compared to everything else. It's the the stern listen because people were just bitching endlessly and rightfully so about just the the, the crap playfield artwork. So you know you've got like Dirty Donnie and Metallica, and that that was a game changer, right? You've got Aerosmith, and you you you've got Deadpool. You, you've got a lot of good examples. So now when Stern kind of puts out their you know, I don't want to call it basic, but when they don't go and put out amazing artwork, it just really is is glaring. But you know, if if you've seen the artwork enough throughout the years, you're like, this this is before you like kind of before you got amazing artwork. It's just sort of gets the job done. <laughs> it's easier to pick. It's easier. What I'm trying to say is, it's way easier to pick it apart in 2020 than if this came out in 2010. People would be like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree. It's just like over the past decade, the level has been raised so much. Um, you look at all the, even like all the hand-drawn art on Guns N' Roses looks amazing. Um, they, it, that, that was another game I thought of, like the 
the Guns N' Roses CE is themed after Appetite for Destruction. So it's like, that's the, the concept, the, the cabinet. But it doesn't just take the Appetite for Destruction artwork and throw it on the cabinet. It's redrawn. Sure. It's, it brings, it, it has like the, um, the cross on the, the head, but the side is like from one of their, um, the early versions of the album or something like that with the, the dirty robot and the other dude on it. So it's like fans of the band know that artwork, but it doesn't just have that uh, art from the album slapped on the cabinet. It's reimagined, fits the cabinet, looks great. So I think there's a way to, to bring in the, those, that imagery, that visual uh, style that the fans really want uh, and do it in a better way. But again, like, you, I mean, but we don't know what they're licensing for. I mean, with guns and roses slashes behind it, as, as pointed out in the comments and like, they seem to have free range to do whatever they wanted with that pinball machine. Exactly. Right? They were, they were given the creative license and we don't know the kind of restrictions that they had with Led Zeppelin. Maybe this is, maybe, maybe it could have been better in some ways, given the restrictions as pointed out in that post, but you know, how much better would it, would it be better to the point where people aren't bitching about it uh, on pin side and flipping out? I'm going to, I'm going to guess no, if, if, if I had to guess, because I mean, I think Stern gets it when it comes to art for the most part. So I guess the other question is, if you have a restricted license, is it even worth going at pursuing that license? Right, exactly. That was going to be my point. It's like, is this the only way we get a Led Zeppelin machine? Is it better to have this and no Led Zeppelin machine or to, uh, you know, have tried to hold out or get something that is, is not possible to get? So, um, I mean, for the fans of the band, I've seen fans of the band say they, they don't want it. But, you know, I think over time you start to – the art you start it starts to fade away and it becomes more about the rules and the gameplay right look at acdc it right. ended up becoming one of the the best pinball machines of all time even though everybody freaked out about the huge angus face in the middle of the play field when it first got released right so yeah, they're saying like it's like one of stern's biggest potentially stern's biggest seller is acdc right even though it's got you know an art package that everybody freaked out about so um i think well that that's that plays into their reveal cycle though too right so they come out they tease it they show pictures and and video some some quick video and that's all you really have to react to right that you see yeah. the pictures you react to the art and the, the layout and the mechanics of it so pinball people get excited that's what they're going to talk about they're going to talk about the art so uh but over time we play it more we fall in love with the gameplay and you can start to overlook the art Maybe it's one of those things where, like, if the art was better, I would buy this for my house. But instead, I'm just going to play it on location and enjoy it or play it at a friend's house um, because it's so ugly. I don't want to have it in my house. I don't know. But it's one of those things. I think when you're talking about a 5000 to actually 6000 to $10,000 investment, people want the whole package, right? They want a theme they love. They want it to look great in their art and in their game room. They want it to play fun and have cool call-outs and, and video. So, um yeah, it's just one piece of the puzzle that I think could turn folks off from buying it potentially until well, you know further down the line when they play it and maybe fall in love with it. Let's let's talk about the history of um, uh, Steve Ritchie releases, starting with ACDC and then the reactions. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, and and Kev, you got into pinball around this time. Were you in pinball like on pin side when ACDC Pro was revealed? I'm trying to remember. I do. I, I feel like I was because I remember the freakouts about the art and stuff. Okay. People, people so, calling it face DC and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> let's have, you know, old man Nick and Kevin, yep. for those who are a little newer in the hobby, just walk you through this. I, I've seen this movie 
many times in the last eight years. And we're going to go back to 2012 when Deep released ACDC. Everyone, first of all, when this came out, um, when, when Led Zeppelin came out, I'm in our Discord and it's in Pinside, and everyone's shitting on it and losing their minds. And it's like, what a joke. Like, I'm just, and I, I'm sort of like temper, I mean, they're trying to like temper the expectations a little bit. Like, just, just calm down a little bit. Cause I, I've seen this before. And it's a very boring movie because it, it just happens all, all too often. Here's what happened when ACDC came out. And Kevin, you, you said that, but I want to break it down game by game a little mm-hmm. bit. So this was when, when ACDC came out, this was Steve's return to Stern. He left it, I think, in 2008. Right? And, they, and, and, and in between 2008 and 2012, they had like a skeleton crew of like John Borg was making every game pretty much. Um, so Steve comes back and his first game back, people are excited for it. It's ACDC. And then they show pictures online and people lost their shit. Not in a good way. Uh, the, the pro was shown and you see Angus's big face in the middle. So again, as Kevin said, the, the joke was face CDC. Ha ha. It's pretty clever. Um, they're like, they're, they're slamming it because there's not really much of a toy. You know, the bell didn't even think did anything on the pro. Um, and then the layout is, is T2, right? All the way down to the cannon. People are like, this is, they're not liking it. They're not happy. It's like the same exact React and also the artwork, you know, even then before we got hand drawn art, they're they're not happy with it. So it was the same negative reaction, Led Zeppelin. So what happens? Game comes out, people play it, and they fucking love it. I played it and I, I ended up buying one. I bought a, a pro and then premium came out, and that was the first game from Stern with LEDs, and people were blown away by the, the lights and that. So I, I sold the pro and I bought a premium. Uh funny story, I don't have any of those games anymore. But it goes on to be potentially Stern's best-selling game ever. Then what game came out next, Kev? We have uh, Star Trek. Yeah, must have been, right? The Star Trek comes out. Same thing. What the fuck <laughs> happens again? So people are, this is Star Trek. This is an, uh, one of the biggest licenses you can possibly get. So they see the play field and people lose their shit. It's just a bunch of colors on it. And like, what is this? Where's, what's this? This toy on a spring? This basic layout? Go back. You can see this all. You can see this all play out. Lose their shit. Game comes out. People fucking love it. All right, and uh, it goes on and sells well, and people have it in their collection. All right. Next game comes out. What's what's Steve's next game after that? Was it Game of game Thrones? Of Thrones. Yep. Game of Thrones come out. Now the art is really hated on that game. People fucking. I remember Coast to Coast had a whole episode just talking about the art, right? Like again, same thing. Nothing on this game. Very, very basic, lacking any real toy, a thing that jiggles on it. And what happens? People like Game of Thrones. It comes out, and oh, the art's not as bad in person. And it's just like, I, I need to go on and on. What's this next game after that? Star Wars. Um, Star Wars. <laughs> Same shit. God, you, you see the pattern. You see the pattern. So when I, I saw this game revealed, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, this is not even the worst in like the Steve Ritchie art that I've seen in the last 10 years. What's going to happen? People are going to slam the art. And they're going to actually play the game. They're going to find it. It's really fun. Then it's going to sell well. You know, I've seen it. I've seen it all before. We're Groundhog Day here. What about Walking Dead? Well, Steve Ritchie didn't design Walking Dead. We're talking about uh, Steve Ritchie design games. Yeah, Steve Um, Ritchie. We're calling it the Steve Ritchie effect. He had had, uh, Kevin O'Connor art on Black Knight Sword of Rage. So he, he got one that was pretty okay the last time around. It would, yeah, it would, you know what you're gonna get. I mean, it's like it's like the same art on the Black Knight, you know. Right. So, but yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It, it, it that finally wasn't a uh, a license restriction kind of kind of game for him. So yeah. Um, 
what should we get into next? So we t- we talked about art. I think we, you know, we've kind of covered the bases when it comes to art. Um, what about so? Let's. Li- I brought up. I have the uh, some. I have the gameplay features videos. We can kind of go through some of the gameplay stuff. Uh, let me pop over here, and uh, we can show that. So this is the Stern promo video. This is the showing off the premium. And uh, are we gonna get muted? We're gonna get muted. Uh, turn this down. Back panel song LED list. Uh, it's got some ramps. Uh, integrated playfield illumination lighting system. So um, think of hot rails on on uh, Guns N' Roses, but not as cool and stuck in the side of the cabinet instead of along the bottom of the cabinet. Um, that's kind of or like pin individually lighted pin stadiums that are built into the side of the cabinet that sort of thing so they that's one of their key features here um it's, it's, and it, it, it's like every song gets like its own lighting show with it like a choreograph yep it sounds like guns and roses okay uh <laughs> um so where are we going next with this oh i thought it was hilarious that they focused on this ball saver in this video it's like okay, you hit two targets on the left, and then there's a virtual yeah. ball. But it's, it's a virtual ball. <laughs> know, like that's that's the thing that like okay, here here's a criticism. Why why can't we put a coil in there? <laughs> on the LED. People don't. Yeah yeah exactly. Okay, don't put it on the pro. Why can't the premium and LED get a, a real ball save? Right, and I feel like casual players don't understand that either. Like if they see the ball kicking back, then oh the ball came back. That's cool. But if I drain and then it's just like the ball shoots out again, I'm like oh okay. <laughs> That's like not an excuse with the license. How yeah. much is a fucking coil? Like, come on. That's the kind. Of, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, I start getting like, all right, you you could put that on the premium Manelli. You could you could do that. There's not a lot of toys on this. So, anyways, go ahead. Yeah, to, take to take more. the coil that you would have used on a knocker back in the day and put it in the kickback. Okay. All right, let's go back to this. Uh, Why are people asking in chat? What do people think of Austin Powers? Steve uh, Ritchie didn't make that game. <laughs> but, but what about all it? the board games? All right, uh, left eject. Oh, weird. Never saw that before on a Steve Ritchie game. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's weird. His layout has a scoop on the far left. Star Trek. Uh, yeah, I know. T2, uh, No Fear. The, the the list goes on and on. So that's uh, a, a tried and true Steve Ritchie kind of layout thing. Yeah. Um, so cool. Uh, when shoot, collect. When lit, shoot to collect extra ball and locks. Le- it has a left orbit. Oh, my God. With a spinner and a flasher, just like Star Trek. Yeah um it's got an orbit it's got some rock stand-up targets on the right you can spell zeppelin oh, one, uh, two, three. One, two, zeppelin, three. one two three yeah this is a zeppelin ramp <laughs> so uh, the left ramp has a giant zeppelin over it to not only block the orbit but also block the 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 ramp so you can't see the ball but it doesn't really do anything it's just like a it's literally just the thing that sits there well that's the other thing like why the le- the the, Zepp- the the zeppelin is the toy in it because there's not enough zeppelins in this game. So <laughs> the, the the zeppelin is not a toy because it's it's a molded thing. Okay, fine, but why does that not do anything? Why why can't that thing do something cool? Does it even have any like no lights? I don't. Does it have a propeller in the back? I don't know. Could it have engraved like Led Zeppelin on it or something? I I don't know. But it's just it's just there. Sure, put it there. But that's that's another issue, right? There's just not a lot. Uh, well, we'll get to the toy in it. Yeah. But you would think that they could have done something with the fucking. Have it move around a little yeah, bit. I don't do know. Something. 
Put it on a spring. Put it on a yeah. No, come on, God. They, don't don't sound. Oh wait, it's got on a string it. and have it move back and forth or something. Like I don't know, have it move across the playfield. Something fucking cool. It does not feed into the zeppelin. It goes under the zeppelin, and then there's lights next to the zeppelin to indicate the locks. There's so. no like virtual lock there or anything like that. Like with that, nothing. Yeah. It could have the balls could have loaded in the zeppelin or something. I don't know. They could have even like fudged okay. it where they put like a diverter up there to just like hold the balls. Yeah, and then yeah. they release. I know. I agree. Like, I agree. Something something with the Zeppelin would have been nice. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Anybody can just fucking put a little Zeppelin toy in there. <laughs> Next. Yeah, that could have been a perfect mod for somebody. Zeppelin. Oh, my God. These these animations. But I guess there's actually concert footage and stuff. And I don't know why they didn't show any of that in these uh, promo videos, which would have made a huge difference, I think. But yeah. these, these animations they selected for the promo graphic didn't really do do it any justice no they didn't it didn't help them they didn't help themselves it looks better when we saw the gameplay yeah so um i don't i don't agree with this comment in chat though they would have been better off giving it the beatles treatment just reskinning it old game i totally disagree no totally disagree no. they would have charged more and you would have gotten even less like that's the worst model <laughs> that's not a win for anybody all right so we're flipping around. a hot shot reversing combo ramp that's kind of cool. I like that shot from the upper floor. Yeah, I do, I do like that. That's not on the pro, though. Yeah, that's the, the pro. You get a stand-up target. Like, that's why even nice. have an upper flipper if you're just going to uh, shoot it into a stand-up target? You got to put something there, I guess, Kev. <laughs> God. I would say but I think also out. to hit that, they like, also have that, uh, probably to hit that, those, the three-bank, right? Yeah. Stand-up targets, too. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Gives you another way to hit those. Otherwise, how are you really going to hit them? Right. I don't know. You'd have to, like, bank it off of the, the from the right flipper at the bottom. You guys did not miss the Gorn Topper talk yet, chat. Just it's gonna it's coming. We're making you wait to the end. Yep. Yep. The best best things come at the end, so you have to stick around. So uh center ramp accessible from every flipper, which um Stern claimed was an industry first on Avengers, even though I could do it on on um Heist. Uh but according to the stream, the gameplay stream, they didn't hit it up there, or then maybe it went up there once. So it's not like um avengers where it was very makeable from all three all the time it's more of a like it can happen sometimes right so i don't know why you would call that out when it's not very uh not very makeable um all right so we're, we're flapping around the ball's coming down the left in lane L led stand-up targets and zep drop targets okay great what do they do <laughs> As for the people just listening to this podcast, we're, we're going again just to remind people because they've like fallen asleep or wondered why this podcast has gotten really shitty in the last couple minutes. Um, <laughs> wow, Kevin's going through the video and breaking it down, so better then, to watch this portion if you can. On exactly, that. and you but know, also at the same time, you're probably not missing much as you can tell by Kevin's commentary. <laughs> it's, it's a reminder of all the uh, the rule uh, action, so yeah. Oh, you spell those to raise the electric. Ma magnetic device oh and stern they tricked everybody into thinking a spinner is a toy good on you stern you really <laughs> did it <laughs> you're such an ass it raises out of the play field and it's a spinner oh my god and it has a magnet well it reminds me i remember the discussion that we had <laughs> about um we were going through toys on ghostbusters and we had a discussion about whether or not the scolari brothers drop targets were toys or not and you said yeah, absolutely yeah, not yeah, yeah. not a toy so yeah, something raises, I'm, I'm going to give it like the fact that the spinner is not a toy, but the fact that it's something that raises out of the play field is, is, is a toy. I'm going to, the good toy destruction. That's where I stand on the toy controversy. If, if something actually raises out of the play field, up, lowers up and down, it's a toy. 
Now, the stand-up targets, is it, uh, you know, I know. I, I, this is way more elaborate, though, than, than a pop-up stand-up target. You got to admit that. Think about the mech involved. They tricked everybody. Elaborate. They tricked everybody. No, uh, Kevin, listen. Easy. No. <laughs> easy. Okay. It comes out of the center play field. Okay. All right. That's And it's it's significant. It's not just a little pop-up target. All right. It, it is a spinner, but it can, it's also a magnet. It can hold the ball, and, the, and it will go. It will take the ball underneath the play field. That's not a toy? Maybe. Maybe. It's if, more of a toy than, than fucking little Deadpool or the TIE fighter in a string. On a, well, yeah, I'll give you that. The fact that it, it takes yeah, the no, ball. That's, that's not a strong <laughs> argument. <laughs> it takes the ball under the play field, and uh, I'll give you that. Okay, I'll give you that. All but right. Whew. It's, Whew. A, it's a spinner, I my battles wisely. It, it's a spinner. <laughs> but it, it also does some other stuff. Okay. okay, what do you think? What do you think of it? The toy, toy, just toy, not toy behind us. What do you think about that? Um, it's pretty cool. Um, but the thing that I think when I see this game and uh, and the layout and everything, it's just like it could be any theme, kind of like Iron Maiden. There's nothing really specific to uh, the like the toys and the layout that screams Led Zeppelin or even like a rock band, like. What does a spinner that comes out of the play field have to do with Led Zeppelin? Or, I mean, you've got a blimp on there, but that it's not an interactive toy. Like, you've got an art, and there's a, a, a leaping guy on a, on a stick that jumps up, but it's like, okay, it's very, very Stern-esque in that way, right? Like, let's develop a, a layout. Um, you have your occasional games like, like Jurassic Park, I think, is very well theme-integrated layout-wise with the, the toys and everything like that. But um, this game could be anything. And that's kind of what stands out to me in the way the game is, is structured. And there's really not uh, anything Rock Band or Zeppelin about it. What's the um, reference to the um, Electric Magic that's with the Racing Spinner? Like, I don't know Led Zeppelin well enough to understand what that, like, if that's theme integration or, or what. Do you know? It probably is. I don't know. I'm not a huge... I mean- so I think, as they're talking about in the chat, I think that, that that comes up. You hit the spinner to charge the magnet, and then when the magnet's charged, you hit it in there, it holds it, and then takes the ball underneath. I mean, to me, that's pretty cool. And and I don't know why this is, like, gets super compared to, like somebody said, it's 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 a bad version of the Ironmonger. I mean, like, first of all, you got to – let me put this in context for you with the Ironmonger. Iron Man was another game that just got fucking shit on when it came out. They called it Plastic Man because there's no, like <laughs> – metal ramps in it right like it's it's reductionist it's stupid it's a stupid bash toy so now you now 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 no one's ever going to be happy with that i i'm i'm of the opinion that the this this toy that comes up is is pretty cool like i like that it adds another shot another functionality to the game i think it's pretty cool i like a spinner whatever it comes up with a play field i don't think it's related at all to the iron man whatsoever it just functions totally differently um, but again, let me just go back to that. Now everybody loves Iron Man. It's one of the best games, like blah, blah, blah. Some people own it. These are the same. This is, this is the same shit that comes up all the time. I've seen it before. I, I've learned my lesson. Electric um, Magic is an album or a tour shit is saying. So there is some reference guess, to Zeppelin. All right. I guess the Electric Magic is you charge it up, the magnet grabs it and it takes it underneath. That's, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. You have the Electric Magic. Somebody said it's a, it should have been a blimp. What, you want to fucking bash the blimp? Then they like, <laughs> will get killed for bash toys. Like, they, we've had enough bash toys. That would have been if uh, Borg did it. There would have been a, a blimp bash toy in it. What was, what was the last best in the last five year, years? What's uh, the best toy from a Stern Cap? I know I'm Jurassic Park Dinosaur. Or the, or the Black Knight. 
Yeah. All right. So I'm not. I don't love the Jurassic Park dinosaur. First of all, it doesn't work half the time. Did you Did you ever get yours to work right? Yeah, mine works. Like a hundred a hundred percent of the time. I mean, it occasionally you're gonna hit like not hit it strong enough, and it won't go all the way in. But that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good toy. The Black Knight toys. I I think um, um, the Aerosmith, the Jack in the Box, throwing it is cool. Not only that, that was nicely molded too, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like the functionality of throwing it in there. It's the fact that it threw like five or six balls in there and like molded nice anyways yeah so i don't know i'm okay with this toy but yeah i'm all right with it yeah it's good it's good not great it's a it's uh you know if you look at something like a uh iron maiden it's got the little coffin lock thing which is just like i think this is better than that but let me let me more let, i have fun being a contrarian okay and being a devil's advocate what toy is really in in Guns N' Roses? There's not. I'm not. I'm not going to go and say that there's. Uh, so I mean, it's a $9,500 machine that has no toy in it. It's a $6,700 machine with no toy in it. <laughs> the 90, but the $9,500 version has no like the main the main they call it standard, but the main version like the full fledged version has no toy in it. Yeah, there's not. There's not like. Yeah, there's not toys in that in the traditional sense. I'll give you that, but it's. Um, I'm not saying every theme needs a needs an amazing toy. I'm saying the playfield layout needs to integrate with the theme better. And I think a game like Guns N' Roses does that. It's got okay. the lock where you have uh, the guitar head. The right ramp is freaking sure. drumsticks and everything. So theme is integrated throughout that playfield. You couldn't just throw yeah. Tron on a, a, a Guns N' Roses machine and you'd be like, why is there a guitar in here? You know what I mean? That's my point. No, that's a that's a good point, right? So theme integrate, like we've, we've focusing on theme integration. Yeah, you're right. The, I mean, the the play field layout, it's not great. You know, it's not great. And then I think the the where you're gonna argue for theme integration with Led Zeppelin is in, and what they would probably argue is is the light show, right? And like um, the program light show for every different song. That's that's probably where they're gonna go. But other than that, it's it's pretty weak. Yeah, when we we talk about toys, we mean specifically like things that interact with the ball. You know, somebody somebody mentioned um uh the let's see, there was one up here. Oh, like the lights in GNR. They're cool, like the little moving spotlights. They're cool, but that's not a toy, right? Um when Nick and I talk about toys and pinball machines, we're talking about things that you can interact, interact with with the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like so just to, it's to define it's toy, the toy, the toy combat, the, the, the toy discussion is always fun. Yeah. Right? It's always a good time. All right. But let's get back to the video. Uh, okay. wrap, wrap the video up here. Um, Jesus Christ. Who knew we could talk about this shit for an hour. All right. <laughs> I knew we could. <laughs> there it is. Oh, you're hitting the spinner. Oh, that's, that's when it grabs the ball. That's cool. I assume. Can it, it is cool. Can it like hold the ball and you like smack the ball out of there? Well, it's weird. It's really weird. Um, Maybe this was in the stream when I was looking at the the, goes, the yeah. matrix, the feature matrix. Uh-huh. It was saying it has the ability to hold the ball, so maybe that's something that will be get programmed in there with rules where you gotta like maybe the second multi ball or you gotta hit it loose. So all right, here, here's, no, I, here, I, I, I think it's cool. This is my favorite part. Ready? This Wait is for fucking it. Dumb. Oh, it, it's Icarus. <laughs> he leaps up. Oh my god! They should have just left. Yeah, that. it looks so cheesy. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't win. You take it out, then there's nothing in there. They right. throw it in there. They say it's something in there. Yeah, right. it's right over to the lock, like ACDC. So it's it's kind of a, a Steve Ritchie greatest hits, um, 
which is is fair. You know, most designers have their signature uh, their signature playfield designs, but this one's kind of kind of a little bit of everything. Um, I do have one other uh, video I want to I want to show here. There we go. It's uh, I know Nick's gonna like this one the best. It's the game accessories trailer. So not only do you get a new pinball machine, you get accessories to go along with it on day one. So let's let's take a look at what you can add on to your uh, your Led Zeppelin. So you get if you didn't have enough of those symbols, you get a four sided Led Zeppelin symbols shooter rod rod knob. For ninety bucks. It's pretty ridiculous. Ninety bucks. Yep. Oh, and there's more more symbols on the uh, side armor that you could buy for what two hundred bucks, I think. They got they got symbols. Oh, yeah, there's that. more symbols. Another symbols Zeppelin on the top. Do the symbols light up on the um? Side? I don't think they do on this side. They on, don't. Uh, no. Yeah. All right. Um, Gorn's getting excited for the topper, um, and it's got spotlights on there. I wonder where they got that idea from. That is cool, though. I'm sorry that that topper is really cool. Like, I think <laughs> that's one of the better. Cool. That topper is lame. Really? Yeah, it's got. These... I was impressed. I was impressed when I saw that topper. I was okay. like, "This is a good topper." It's, it's made of plastic. and It's got two lights that turn back and forth on a single axis. It's really dumb. Wow, you are you are <laughs> Look at totally it. it's so for eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars. I'm not saying eight hundred dollars is, is is worth it. I'm not. I'm taking price off the table. Oh, okay. I, 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 yeah. I'm not. So saying price I would, is on I would, the table when we're considering Stern versus JJP, but it's not on the table when we're talking about never, toppers. I would never. Well, like let's compare it to um, R two D two or something. like that's garbage, right? Like so. This is, this? is I, I. I like the topper. The price is ridiculous, but I like. And the then, topper. wait, hang on. Look at it on top of the the premium. They put it on the premium. Where's the? Uh, I don't know if I got a shot of it. So the the premium is all black and white, and then you have this bright orange top and purple topper right. <laughs> on the top. It, yeah, the it color. The color. Well. Yeah, the, you're right. The color. I mean, like 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 I said, the color clashing is just, you know, it fits the it fits the le the best. There there. That's was. a cool. That's a cool attention grabbing topper. Um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're still you're you're that negative on oh, it. No, I do. Price not notwithstanding. Yeah, price is fucking stupid on toppers. I I, I would never buy a topper. That thing is like, if that was like 150 bucks, then it's like, and I could have a topper and I had that game, then I'd be like, all right, all right, that's not bad. If I like, this is my favorite game I want it, blah, blah, blah. The $800 is just like, you, you just don't know what to do with your money at that point, And you're buying that. Black Knight, cool topper. This, not cool topper. Well, Black, Black Knight's like one of the best toppers. Mm-hmm. Right? There's some true shit toppers. That's true. All right. All right. Uh, Facts, Nick can't have toppers in his basement. That's true. Yeah. There you go. There's your accessories you can buy for your uh, for your Zeppelin. So thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in for your Topper Talk. There's more Topper Talk coming up. There we go. Is there anything else we need to talk about for uh, Led Zeppelin? Well, gameplay. Gameplay. Yeah, we kind of talked about that when we were going through the the video. But what what are your thoughts on gameplay? Uh, so I watched some of the stream before it got cut last night, and uh, it's it's fast, flowy, Steve Ritchie. Right, it, it it looks fun. It looks like how you expect it to be. It reminds me, and I say it reminds me of ACDC. I'm not saying that the layout is ACDC. I'm just saying the movement of the ball. Right, the ball's sort of always in motion. You're always flowing, versus like, like some Steve Ritchie games, like the recent ones, like Game of Thrones, and like Black Knight, where it's it's more stop and go on those games. It's just the ball's constantly in motion, it's constantly moving. Um, seems like you're in multi ball a lot 
then that becomes very ACDC esque. That's that's the vibe I got from this game. I guess which is no surprise. It's a music by Steve Ray. So um, I'm sure that's design philosophy around it. You're gonna get a lot of the same. It looks fun. Yeah, it looks fast. It's funny too because there's a lot of folks in. I went back to the the thread on Pinside and everybody's like, "Oh, this is amazing now," because it's got fast flowing shots. I was like, "Well, it's a Steve Ritchie game, of course." You would, uh, of course, you would get a fast flowing game from Steve Ritchie. Um, that totally makes sense. But so you're going through the the release life cycle, right? Like it's it's either based on the art, it's either amazing or the worst game ever. And then you see gameplay, and then there's kind of like the inverse effect where if the art was good, the gameplay is terrible, or if the art was bad, the gameplay is amazing. And then everybody finds their reason to not buy or buy the game based on whatever reasoning they they've developed from the reveal. So, um, yeah, it's like up and down, up and down. Um, Oh, we didn't talk about the, the set list of music. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, so here's my, all right, here you go. Here you go. Because this is all, all the, uh, stern haters who want to jump on and bash this. This is, this is my love letter to you. All right. This, let me throw you guys a bone because I know you guys want to hate on, uh, on this and stern and, and, Blah blah blah. All the, all the JJP fanboys. Listen, I like both companies. The biggest letdown of this game is not the art. It's not the new the theme integration. I, I don't. I don't necessarily have an issue with that. It's not the lack of toys. Blah blah blah. It's none of that. It's the fact that there's ten fucking songs in this. Now, maybe that was okay when you know we had ACDC. ACDC might even have twelve, but it's okay maybe for the first few music games. But it, it just isn't anymore. And, and it isn't anymore for these prices, and especially when Guns N' Roses is putting out what Kevin twenty one songs. Yep, twenty one. It's like full you're buying these original songs, yeah. These pinball machines where the entire theme is the music. I mean, that's theme integration, right? At the very minimum, it should have more than ten songs. I, what's the magic number? I mean, twenty one seems plenty. No one's going to look at that and say that's not enough. But I can look at ten and say that's not enough. I don't know where the magic number lies. I'll be happy. Fifteen, maybe at least. There's got to be some threshold, but that's the most inexcusable thing about this game is that you're buying this super expensive jukebox and it's, and it's spitting out 10 songs. That's the biggest disappointment to me. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Especially like you said, after GNR comes out and they drop 21 full length songs in there. Um, let's, let's step it up. But again, um, is there, there's a couple of points in chat. Uh, a lot of Zeppelin songs are slow and meandering, not good for pinball. I agree with Wildcat there. I don't think Stairway to Heaven would be a good inclusion in here, and I'm actually yeah. perfectly fine that it's not in there. Um, yep. You know, are there? Uh, somebody else said uh, Zeppelin songs are expensive. Balser said that. I have no doubt that played into it. So I mean, it's better than Beatles, where we paid eighty five hundred dollars for the the bottom level and we got like yeah. 20 second clips of songs that's a um, joke yeah. i didn't realize that that's yeah. like dude yeah god cern cern just like yeah they know what they're doing making out those things yeah so again it's licensing restrictions but you have to yeah. you have to figure out is it worth doing a pin if i only have access to these certain number of assets so it's a, it's a trade-off for sure um there you go uh anything else for gameplay no, I'm sure it's fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure the game is is a lot of fun to to to, to do. Is this a game? You know, the way we look at it through our lens, this is a game that you go out and, and buy and you 
I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I, I know you're not going to get one for sure. Yeah. Is Nick Lane a year from now going to get one? We'll see. We'll see how it, how it shakes out. First of all, they got to get the quality controls under, under control, which we didn't point this out, Kevin, in the, um, in the video that they shot, somebody analyzed the video and they saw clear coat cracking. Um, and then they saw pooling yep. in in the in the in the promo video. Yeah, I think so, it was actually the high res photos. Like yeah, they put up these super high res photos, uh, and then you can zoom in. Yeah, and then, um, there's yeah. all there's also like you can see planking on the on the play field, which yeah. is not the end of the world. But if you're gonna pick a machine to to like take these shots of, make sure it's perfect, especially when there's all this going on and people are freaking out about it. Yeah, so uh, I'm guessing there's not gonna be. A Led Zeppelin in your future, but maybe, maybe they'll turn probably. Yeah, I, what is I, if I had to put a percentage on it, maybe forty five percent. And again, it's, it's changes now. And I, I, I said this before. I, I like what position I'm in with pinball because my basement's full, so I've got to I've got to like move games around, figure out what needs to leave or who's going to babysit a game. I got to bring it down, figure out how to get in the base. Like there's just so many steps. Also, the price has gone up considerably, so. You know, if I if, if I had a scenario where I had a lot of space for games, and they were easy enough to get in and out, I'd be more lenient on what comes comes and goes. But I'm in a nice spot where it's like it's got to be something special. Will Will this game be something special? You know, this is not a knock on Tim Sexton, but like if you told me that Lyman was doing the rules for this and Steve Ritchie, I, I'd be like, okay, I better start saving my money because it's probably gonna be phenomenal, right? Uh, so I just have really really tight standards now. I don't know. And I'm fine saving money and not spending money on pinball. The funny thing is I have now more money than ever disposable income to get a pinball machine than I did in the past. So in some ways it's easier for me to get one. And yet my, my standards have gone up. Um, and, and in the last 10 years, it's like, you know, I, I'm just, uh, uh, I'm not made of money, but I, I'd find a way to get a pinball machine up, right? Like nothing was going to stop me from getting so question from Mr. Bubbles. He wants to know from an operator's perspective, is it worth it for a location title? Um, I think that like the pro would be phenomenal for like Masuda Chow's right where we have like a rock lineup. I bet it would be great. I bet it would do great. Um, we didn't talk about like they actually, one of the accessories, you can actually get the, the side lighting kit for the pro. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It wasn't, they haven't released, they haven't released the, the pricing yet on it. So I, I do like that. I think that's a good step, like that you can you can kind of customize your game a little bit more. Maybe you don't want to pay the premium price, but you, you want to get a pro. You don't need that the mech that comes up, but you want the lighting kit. So I'm, I'm glad they give the option. Is it is it worth it for the what Stern will charge? You know that's that's up to you to decide. But it's it's cool that they at least make that uh, available. Yeah, I'm curious if the since that lighting is recessed on the premium LE, like does the cabinet come with? like the recessed area in it where you can install it or is it going to be installed different or you I think it's drill holes in your cabinet. <laughs> no, I think they said that they have it ready to like be, be put in, right? Okay. Like it's, it's like, it's like plug and play. It sounds like I yeah. could be wrong, but that's, that's what I gathered from, you know, the, the short kind of reading on it. Yeah, I would hope so. It'll be, it's to be, to be announced. This is uh the pricing has not been released on that yet. So, um, yeah. Anything else? Did we, did we did we cover all the bases? Ooh, how we do, chat? Did we do all right? We should showcase our chairs. We we talked about the chairs on the uh, the last one, but yeah, I got the the secret lab Titan, and Nick's got some GT I racing the, action. I, I have like the, basically the same chair, but just the the cheaper uh, knockoff company, whatever you call it. It's probably the same factory it comes from. There you go. 
There we go. We got we got uh, chairs though. You know, this is when uh, your your big uh, pinball Twitch and YouTube streamers, and you just, <laughs> just living the life, guys. And when it's also your home office, you need a good chair to sit in instead of the jank one that I was sitting in. So um, that's right. Thank you, twenty twenty. So don't go anywhere. We have a special uh, debut of a brand new segment for you guys. Uh, our holiday holiday gift to you. It's a topper talk from Goran. So we'll do. I feel like we'll do a little recap after this is uh, after this is done. So here we All go. Right, let's let's do this. Topper talk time. Enjoy everybody. It's topper talk with Goran right now. Let's all have some fun. This is about plastic on top of your pin. Go and buy one now. There's a topper here and a topper there. Here a topper, there a topper, everywhere a topper. It's critical to the gameplay experience. You must buy one now. It's your monthly fill of toppers right now. Topper talk with Gorin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Topper Talk with Gorin, the part of the podcast where Kevin and Nick give me about two to three minutes to talk about everything that's going on in the very productive and and profitable topper industry. If you don't know me, I'm Gorin, and I am a topper enthusiast. And if you don't know what a topper is, a topper are those things behind me that go on top of your pinball machine and enhance the gameplay experience. So today, we're going to be talking about the Led Zeppelin topper from Stern Pinball. Let's get right into it. All right, so let's jump right into it. So Led Zeppelin was recently announced by Stern Pinball, and I'm sure Kevin and Nick will talk have or will talk about their opinions on the overall machine, but I'm here to talk about the topper. So recently announced, and with most um, newer Stern announcements, they also release a game accessories trailer, and in that game accessories trailer, it will sometimes show the topper, and it showed the Led Zeppelin topper. So let's go ahead and take a look at that really quick. Let me turn down the sound. That's not bothering me. Cool. So yeah, so we see the uh, Led Zeppelin Airship Spotlight Topper. We have uh, the airship on top, a piece of plastic in the front, and then the main attraction here, the the, uh, the spotlights that move back and forth. Uh, really cool. Um, adds to the concert experience. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I'm not here to talk about this. I don't think that the overall pin achieves the concert experience like Guns N' Roses does, but with the spotlight topper, you sort of go that extra step to make it feel like a concert. But here's what I don't like. Certain pinball machines, except maybe, you know, the Batman uh, machine, don't include toppers in any of their models. If, you know, it's either you buy the topper or you don't. And, you know, you're paying all that money for a new pinball machine, and at least for the LE, you think a topper would be included. Um, so let's back up to dissect this a little bit more. You know, I, the spotlights, I think, is what blinds me with this topper. It's what I really like about it. But remove the spotlights, you got nothing. You got some symbols on the front that lights up. You got the airship blimp. There's really nothing going on, not a whole lot of interactivity besides the spotlights. And I think that is the selling point. But guess what? You get spotlights in the game in Guns N' Roses. Um, and, you know, with the way Stern trends are moving, you're looking anywhere between $600 and $1,000 for a topper, which is insane. I am a topper fan, and I don't think I would pay that, unfortunately. But, but hey, props to people who get it. I think it's going to be a great addition uh, to the machine and really add to the immersion of the machine. Um, and, by the way, you know, the other thing that, that annoys me is the toppers only move, or the spotlights only move in one direction. When you look at the spotlights in the Guns N' Roses machine, 
and you're moving in multiple directions. So it really feels like they threw something together to make it work because they had to have a topper. I think they hit it out of the park with the with the spotlights, but but who knows what the cost will be, and I find it disappointing it's not included as stock on any of the pins. So that's my take on this topper. Um, so, yeah. Well, that concludes today's episode of Topper Talk with Gorin. Tune in next podcast for another episode and go out there and buy a topper. Wow. I don't know. I don't know what else we can say. About that. That, was, uh, that was quite amazing, Gorin. Thank you for the... Uh, the- <laughs> Topper, uh, Topper Industry Insider, Sir Goran Topper Insider. Kevin and I are arguing in chat on whose side Goran's on. <laughs> He's clearly Kevin, on my Kevin's side. trying to take credit. I, I, Goran and I are lining up, which I don't know if I should be celebrating. Though I don't think there's any winning in that. So I, I don't know, Kev. You, That's you the beauty of Goran. He can he can apply to anybody really. He kind of treads that middle ground. So hope That's you guys right. enjoyed that. Um, thank you. This was uh, our not so quick quick update on. <laughs> Uh, Led Zeppelin. See, that's why it's going to get a full episode. Um, what's what's the next uh, topper, Gore, that we can look for in uh, 2021? What People need boom. something to look forward in life. Kyle dropping the 5,000 bits. Thanks, thanks, Kyle. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I got, I got an go. emote. I got three emotes. Thanks, Gore. Thanks, uh, Kyle. That's nice of you. Yeah, you know, speaking of which, this is uh, the holiday season, and if you need any gift ideas, why not get your uh, loved one's uh, subscription to Buffalo Pinball? It's, it's the Surprise. gift that keeps on giving for a whole you month. You got one month. <laughs> a whole month of emotes <laughs> and ad reviewing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, guys, have a great day. Have a great evening. Um, enjoy your holidays. Hope you hope you got some time off coming up to, to relax and, and make the most of it. But until next time, Nick, have a good one. Yeah.